Welcome to College Sports Conversation presented by the NCAA. I'm Trey Moses. As part of Mental Health Awareness Month, we are talking with student athletes about their personal mental health journeys and how they've overcome adversity. This is a topic that is extremely close to my heart as I have had a mental health journey myself. During my days at Ball State University, I went through a tragic event. It is something I deal with on a continuous basis and has led me to tell my story and hopefully help others as they deal with theirs. Our guest today is, is Baylor track and field athlete, Brianna Garcia. Brianna is a junior at Baylor majoring in journalism. Brianna, thank you for joining us. Thank you, I'm excited. So you began your career as a student athlete at UCF uh, playing volleyball. Uh, now you're competing for Baylor's indoor and outdoor track and field teams. How did that happen? So it's a pretty long story. So I went to UCF um, on a volleyball scholarship and I went there for both volleyball and track. Um, I got to speak with the volleyball head coach and the track head coach and they were both really excited to have me there. Um, and then when I got there freshman year, um, volleyball. We had a great season. We went on like an 18-0 run. Um, we were AAC um, American champs in the conference. Um, and at the end of the year, we have meetings with our coaches. And I was missing track a lot. Like I just missed the feeling of running and I was super excited to get it started. I had a great volleyball season. I loved that as well. Um, but I was just ready for the other sport that I came there for. So um, we had like our interviews with them and they didn't really want me to run track. They wanted me to kind of wait. till maybe like my fifth year um, and I'm a 400 meter hurdler and it's not easy to just take off even like a semester from that race. You have to train a lot for it. So I made a really big decision and that's when I just got into the portal and just finally dropped one sport. Cause I knew it was going to be really difficult to do both. And Baylor had an opening and I'm from Houston. So it was really nice to get closer to home. So that's just kind of a short story about it. Um, but now I'm just running track at Baylor. I'm not playing volleyball anymore. Was it a tough transition for you? Um, and then was it a, also, was it a hard decision to make? Um, I wouldn't say it was really hard. I think God was really the back of my decision. Baylor is a private university, really strong in its religious values. And I prayed about it a lot and I'm very, I'm a very homebody person. So I wanted to be a lot closer to my family, but the, the transition was definitely super difficult. When I got to Baylor, I think I had like 10 days of practice until my first indoor meet, you know, everyone already has their groups, their friends. So trying to meet other people, get to know others, be vulnerable with um, people was really difficult. And the atmosphere is completely different at UCF. We're in Orlando. That's a huge city. And then you come to Baylor and it's a smaller Waco is a much smaller city, um, much different culture. Um, but it was a difficult transition, but it wasn't like that hard of a decision for me to make because I knew like this is what God wanted me to be at. And it's been the best decision of my life. What is the best advice you could give to other student athletes who are one considering transferring and then two that are in the transfer portal looking to transfer? Oh my gosh. Um, just trust the process, really just be patient. Um, you know, if you're talking to coaches, make sure they really care about you and want what's best for you. Cause I feel like a lot of that in the recruiting process are just kind of like, Oh, we want you here, but you know, there's a lot more to it. And really don't just look at the sports either. Look at the school, look at the, the people that go there, look at the, you know, the culture. 
Um, Cause that's one thing at Baylor that I really have loved is like the academic side because I am a student, I'm a student first before a student athlete. So really when you're maybe thinking about transferring, think about your major, not, don't just think about how well is that sport there. Just think about the all around things that go into it. As far as incoming freshmen, you know, you mentioned being a, a student first. What is the best advice you give to incoming freshmen about managing time uh, with their sport? Um, don't procrastinate. Um, I'm actually pretty good at not procrastinating. Um, so I think when you have assignments, get it done. I know like when you're especially in season, you're always like, oh my gosh, this is so difficult, but your coaches are there to help you. Um, I feel like a lot of people think they're just in it by themselves, but you have counselors, you have your like student academic counselors, you have your mental health counselors, you have your coaches that are willing to speak to you. You have people behind your back that will help you get your time management done. And especially for incoming freshmen, I know it can be difficult at first, but you have to be difficult to get comfortable with what you're doing. So I know that it might take time, but you can get it down um, when you have other people helping you around you. Um, you know, we're obviously in a tough time uh, during, you know, during COVID-19. Um, it, it's been tough for everyone. I think, uh, you know, student athletes, it's a, it's a lot tougher as well. Um, but, you know, you penned an open letter in the student newspaper last month about struggles of during that. Uh, you know, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So my story was specifically when I had COVID. So um, my whole story is I was a direct contact. And um, when you're a direct contact, you have to get tested, I think, on like the fourth, 10th day, just to make sure that you're still getting negative testing. So um, I have an amazing mom. And she was like, if you're negative on one of your tests, you can come home and quarantine at home because I could not, my, men, my mentality, like being here, I cannot just be inside this apartment. And, you know, I only have one other roommate and she's gone with practice and school and I just need social interaction. So being at home with my parents um, was, I was really blessed to, you know, they were let me like come home. So I went home and on my ninth day of my quarantine, I started getting symptoms and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So I actually got COVID and that had to add another 10 days to my quarantine. So I was basically in quarantine for 21 days. Um, and it was nice being at home. You know, I had to be really careful and God bless my parents um, were perfectly fine, but definitely like social interaction for me is super important. So I was just very basically like in a depressive state and I've never really had many um, mental issues, but definitely like with COVID, it was really hard and not being able to work out, being with my team every day, missing out on that was my stress levels were crazy. And also when you're coming back um, after COVID, you have to do a protocol and that takes like five days. They have to measure your heart, make sure everything's normal. Um, and then just trying to get back in shape. That took me almost a month and it was not easy because, you know, you have all your other athletes, your teammates that are at this point and you're like, oh my gosh, like we're starting season. We're starting indoors pretty soon. Like I'm not even caught up to this. So it's, it's frustrating. It was definitely really hard. And I had to tell myself every day that you can get through this and you'll be okay. Um, and it wasn't fun because I did have symptoms, but I knew that having like my parents and other people to talk to about it, that I was going to get through it, but it, it wasn't easy. And it was really cool to write about my story about it because I don't think people realize how difficult it is having, being a student athlete during 
COVID. And even like when we were in quarantine, you know, losing our sport and all that, but actually having the virus and being in isolation was a really difficult time for me. What were your initial thoughts when you came back that you had it? Um, well, I was pretty freaked out because I couldn't smell or taste. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And the other thing is I, every day I would go like on a walk outside because I just needed to be outside and I would be so out of breath. Like I felt like I just ran a marathon and I'm 21 years old. I thought about other people that actually have health conditions and that are older and that I started to realize how serious this virus really was. Cause at first I was just kind of like, not blew it off, but I didn't think it was, and it had that much toll on my body and I'm a healthy person. Um, that really surprised me. Um, and that's how I felt for um, those couple of weeks. You mentioned, uh, you know, COVID really affecting your season. What was it like for, for your season to kind of get canceled? That was really difficult because we had an indoor season. Um, and like I said, I'm a 400 meter hurdler and that's only an outdoor race. So not being able to run that was just, it was hard. But I think for me, I was thinking about myself a little bit at first, but when you think about other people um, and other sports, or even when they have the sickness, you try to like not be selfish about it. Um, and, you know, people got the Olympic trials taken away. We had some athletes that were competing for that. Um, I know one athlete completely um, redshirted from her indoor season just to train for the Olympics and got that taken away. And, you know, there's people that have those type of situations too. And you just have to, you have to fight through it and you have to have each other to get through that stuff and it'll be, it'll be okay. So we're here now and um, with COVID and the vaccines and it's all going up from here. So I'm just really blessed that we're still able to have a season. So. Um, you know, you had mentioned dealing with some, some things mentally. Um, what, what were some of the things that you felt like you had, you were dealing with? Um, definitely like, I said like depression, um, I just, I don't, I just like can't be inside for a long time. Like I have, like I said, plenty of times, like I just need social interaction and to speak with other people, even like going outside, getting like some fresh air was nice, but I need to be in a person to speak to someone. I can't just FaceTime and I don't know, I have really bad FOMO too. <laughs> so having like friends, being able to practice, Going to hang out with other people um, that was really hard for me I just wanted to go and like see people I knew it wasn't um, the right thing to do but yeah and definitely with the anxiety thing of not being able to work out you know maybe losing uh, not staying in shape I love to work out all the time and I want to be the best that I can be and I had like so much stress thinking like oh my gosh what if I can't run this time what if I'm not ready for indoor when it comes up so just those two things were the main um, mental things that I was going through, but I was able to overcome them once I started to get back into the groove of getting into shape. What really got you through the process of dealing with depression, anxiety while you were at home? Um, definitely like speaking to my parents. Um, my parents are really motivating people. And um, one other thing, this is really random, but I, my parents always talk to me of what I want to do after college. 
And we were talking about this just to kind of get my mind off of um, my sport. So I want to be a sports broadcaster, journalism in that um, realm. And I was a communications major. And a lot of classes I was taking at Baylor weren't helping with what I wanted to do. So um, I was looking up different majors at Baylor and I'm already a junior. So I was like, if I change it, I got to make sure I graduate on time. So I changed, I called um, a man that was like a head of the student media at Baylor and he encouraged me to change my major. And I did, and not really like talking with my parents about that and switching my major really helped my like brain, like stay on track to a positive thing because yes, I was in quarantine and that was a really negative thing, but I got something positive out of that. And I think when not just student athletes, but anybody, like when you're in a certain part in your life, like you can find good things out of it and make something big. Um, you know, I think everything does happen for a reason and me changing my major to something that I really care about and that I can get out of um, college when I graduate really helped me just being in quarantine. I don't think I would have noticed that if I never got COVID, honestly. So having my parents there as my like support system really helped. I love that. Um, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's something that a lot of people don't realize is as bad as COVID has been. I think there's a lot of positive that people have been able to take out. Um, for instance, for me, like my season got canceled and I was in Australia, had to fly home. But it was the longest I had been home in five years. So I was home for, you know, four and a half, five months. And it was like the longest time I had gotten to be around my family. And, you know, it was obviously tough, but, you know, it was a blessing being able to do that. Yeah, no, it is. Because you don't realize how much, you know, you can spend time with them. You can get to know your family even more. So that's super cool. Uh, you mentioned, you know, your relationship with the Lord. Um, I have a relationship with the Lord as well. But how important is that to you? Um, so I think before I came to Baylor, it wasn't very um, strong. You know, I would just kind of go to church on Sundays. Um, but there's a lot of resources at Baylor. Um, on our track team, we have a small group that gets together every Thursday just to, you know, talk about the word worship a little bit. So I've definitely had people at Baylor help me grow in my life with Christ. Um, and it means a lot to me. You know, he's always going to be there with you through all your obstacles and being a track athlete is a lot of mental, I mean, even just being a student athlete, of course, but just knowing that I have him behind my back through whatever I'm going through is the most humbling thing. And that's all you need to get through um, these things. And I know college is super difficult, especially for a student athlete. So I've just really tried to grow my life with the Lord. And I've had amazing people at Baylor to help me, you know, accomplish those things, especially our coaches. Our coaches are great people that want you what's best for you and also for the relationship that you have with the Lord as well. From your freshman year to now, how, how, how do you feel like you've grown as a person? Oh my gosh. Um, I've definitely matured a lot. Um, I was very dependent on my parents in high school and I've become a lot more independent now. So those are two really big aspects. I think when something goes wrong in my life, I just like really freak out right away and I don't know what to do. I like freeze. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like just you think about all the negative things that I think as I've gone through college and have gone through a lot of stuff, I'm just like, it's going to be okay. You just have to take another step, pray about it, be patient and whatever 
you want, it's going to come. You just have to, like I said, you just have to be patient. I don't have the greatest patience, but I've definitely um, tried to work on it and it's, it's getting there. It's going to take some time, but um, definitely have grown in those aspects since freshman to now. You may or may not have an answer for me, but what is the best advice you've been given by someone from Baylor? Oh my gosh. The best advice? Honestly, probably just trust in the process. Trust with the Lord that, you know, like I've been talking about speaking and praising about like everything's going to be okay. Um, I think as student athletes, we put ourselves, our identity as being an athlete. Um, and that's really hard to do. And it's very stressful. And, you know, being athletes, we put that a lot on ourselves and it can just. How do you feel? How do you feel we can do better as to not doing that? Because I feel like, like you said, it's easy. You know, I'm a yeah. basketball player on the track, like whatever it is, it's like you can sort of become that. How do we not let ourselves become that? I think just don't put pressure on yourself. Like it's okay to make mistakes. I mean, you know, there's going to be people on a team that are amazing and there's going to be people that aren't that great, but everyone should be treated the same and just don't put that so much pressure on yourself. Like it, it's okay. It's fine to, you know, have your ups and downs. It's okay to go to a track meet and not PR every meet. Like it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? If you know that you're working hard and getting to a certain point, like that's great. Um, but I think just putting, we put so much pressure on ourselves and sometimes our coaches do too. Um, but I think just stay true to yourself, honestly, and just get through whatever you have, but stay calm and just know that, like I said, it's going to be okay. So yeah, don't put so much pressure on yourself. I feel like I do that sometimes too. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple more questions for you. I think as athletes, the greatest mentors in our lives can all, all most of the times be our coaches. Mm -hmm. How important is it to have coaches that care for you, not just as an athlete? Um, it's very important. Um, I have a really great coach here at Baylor. And, you know, we don't just talk about track all the time. We talk about everything. And it's, it's really nice because I don't want to talk about my sport all day, every day. Like I have, you know, a separate life from it. And it's really nice to you know, get more into depth and get to know each other on a different level because you can trust when, once you get to know someone on that deeper level, you trust them. And, you know, um, I'm not with my parents all the time. So I sometimes look at my coaches as like another one of my parents or like my friends or something like that, but it really is great to build a relationship. And that's something I didn't get when I was at UCF either. I never built a relationship with my coaches. So I was never super comfortable and I don't think a coach should just be your coach. How you said they should be like a mentor as well. And I think that's one great thing I've had at Baylor is just growing relationships with my coaches and all of our coaches are super different, but it's in like such a great way that you can grow different relationships with them. I think, um, you know, my biggest advice, I got to speak to coaches at the final four a couple of years ago. My biggest advice was to realize that your players have lives outside of sports. Like yeah. we are one student athletes first, but we also have, you know, relationships, families back home. We have all these other things outside of sports and getting to know your players and their why is, is important. Yeah, no, I 100% agree for sure. Um, my last question to you, what do you hope people take away from your story or, or what do you hope they understand? Um, I would just hope they understand that they can overcome anything 
you know, I think mental, your brain is just so strong. It's capable of doing whatever it wants to do. Um, but you have to tell it that, you know, it's going to be okay. And that you can get through anything and it, you can't just lean on yourself. You have to lean on other people and be vulnerable and open up with others. You know, you have people at your university that are there to help you, even when you don't think so. I think a lot of people don't like being vulnerable and you have to open up because that's what's going to change inside your brain and inside your body. And, you know, not being mentally there can affect so many things that I don't think a lot of people realize. Um, so it's just really important to, you know, be honest with yourself and just lean on other people. Don't just lean on yourself. Cause I know a lot of people want to be like, Oh, I can do it all on my own. But honestly, I don't, I, you really can't, you've got to trust in other people and hopefully you're wherever you're at, there's people there that, um, care about you and how you said your why. I think that is super important because I've always said that I'm more than just a student athlete. I have more to bring to the table than just my sport. Um, and that's with everybody. So, and hopefully wherever you are, that's the same people want that for you as well. I, you know, you, you made some really good points. So I have to kind of speak on really quick. Uh, vulnerability, how more, like when was, when was that moment for you, you realized how important vulnerability was? I've always been really vulnerable. Um, I've never been really afraid of expressing my feelings. Um, so I think that showed a lot when I was transferring into schools, I had to be super honest with other people around me and vulnerable to talk about what I went through. Um, because it, like I, it, it wasn't easy at all. Um, so I think with me being vulnerable, I was able to get a lot of things across and not just hold things inside um, and just let it out one day. Um, so that's when I really realized that I was, um, being vulnerable, but I've been vulnerable my whole life. Um, I've had, you know, amazing parents that said it's okay to have feelings and, you know, get upset about certain things. So I just always have opened up and expressed how I felt, um, with certain situations in my life. To those who have trouble being honest with themselves about their feelings, what is the best advice you could give to them about that? Um, I would say, I mean, if you have problems with it, it's not going to come easy. Um, you can't just like wake up one day and be like, okay, it's time to be vulnerable with myself. Um, and it's going to take some time and it's going to take practice. But I think for you to be vulnerable, try to get vulnerable with yourself, you have to be vulnerable with others. Um, so just really practice things like that. Like don't hold things in. If you have something you want to say, just say it. I mean, it's not going to, I mean, hopefully it doesn't hurt anything. But, um, you know, just, just be honest, honestly. And, you know, I think that's another thing when you have relationships with people, you know, if you want other people to love you, you have to love yourself. And I think that's the same thing about being vulnerable. If you want to be vulnerable with yourself or if you want to be vulnerable with others, like you have to do it with yourself as well. Sorry, I just switched that up. But yeah, I think my best advice would just be be vulnerable with others. Um, and take time and it's going to take some practice to, you know, get to that spot where you're vulnerable with yourself, but it's definitely doable. Um, and it can be accomplished. Brianna, thanks for joining us today and sharing your story. We appreciate you taking the time out and just your openness, openness and willingness to come on during this discussion. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
That does it for this edition of College Sports Conversation presented by the NCAA. Stay tuned throughout this month for more conversations between current college athletes and myself. Thanks for joining us today and we look forward to talking with you again.